Pete, uh, what are your thoughts on the uh, M1 MacBook Air you've got there? Not a fan. <sighs> well, it seems like the dad jokes are out in force again. It was okay. a relevant dad joke. Relevant dad joke. Excellent. Relevant to what we're talking about today in our speed podcast. It is, yeah. So our podcast is shorter today. Uh, we're going to talk about the podcast and also our plans for WWDC next week. We'll do that at the end. Um, we're doing a shorter podcast today because of the holiday weekend in the UK. Uh, we've got lots of work to catch up with. So we're going to aim for about 15 minutes. We'll see, we'll see if that works out. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. Our main topic for today is to talk about the, the new iMac. And it's not a review. It's not a review. Because we don't have one. No. Nor, I don't think we're going to buy one, are we? I don't have any plans to at the moment. Well, let's talk about it and that might become self-evident. I know someone who has, though. Do you? Yes, I do. And he's an idiot. <laughs> um, <laughs> not, just to clarify, not because he bought an iMac. You're just, you're just being unkind to somebody. Depends you? which iMac he's bought. And I suspect I know which one he's bought because I just, well, let's get onto the topic at hand okay. and, and, and then I can probably deduce it. And if he's watching, let's see if I'm right. Okay. So Apple advertised the iMac and this is very important. This is a key point. Apple advertised the iMac as starting from $1,299. Or 1249 pounds if you're in the UK. Right. And that's, uh, a key price point for Apple and it's on all of their marketing and everything else. Now, if you go up by 200 pounds or $200, you get to the next tier, if you like. Yeah. And if you go from that tier up, it's again, another $200 or 200 pounds. Now, when you go from that sort of, uh, those three specifications, obviously there are, you can customize your, your iMac, however you like, but on the three specifications advertised on the, the Apple website, if you go from the middle spec up to the top spec, what does $200 or £200 buy you? All right, I've got a list here. So um, you get to double your storage from 256 gig to 512 gig. Yeah, so that's what you get for, for £200 or, or $200 at that point. But if you go from the base model to the mid model, which again is £200 or $200, uh, what are the differences? Okay, th this is more of a list now. You, uh, some might have noticed previously that I was in list mode, but unfortunately I only have one item. I do have more items this time. Good. So the first thing you get is an extra GPU core. Yeah, so in this base model iMac, they're using the same uh, binned M1Q, SKU, sorry, Q, don't know where that came from, binned M1 SKU with, uh, that you've got there in the entry-level MacBook right. Air. Okay. Yeah, don't make me feel bad about it. <laughs> so seven GPU cores. In in the real world usage of these things, that that's not really a massive, enormous difference that most people would notice. And I can understand why Apple would again want to use those. So basically the, the M1 silicon that doesn't quite make the grade, they switch off a GPU core and they sell that in the entry level models. Yeah. So they've done that on the MacBook Air. They're doing it on the iMac. If you're into gaming, I can't imagine you're going to be buying an iMac, but uh, if you do like a bit of light gaming, then uh, an additional GPU core might matter. Well, I, I virtualize Windows on this and play Call of Duty at 50 FPS, and it's fine. Do you, though? No. Oh. 
Just yeah. just a thought. It's just as well car manufacturers don't have a similar treatment for their vehicles as CPUs. It's like, oh, the brakes don't quite work as well on this one. <laughs> we'll just call this the, the three-disc model. That would that would be fun. <laughs> not not for the driver. Anyway. Let me tell you another difference. Yeah. And this is that on the, the next tier up, you get two additional USB 3 ports. So okay. uh, on, the, on the base model, you're getting the USB 4 slash Thunderbolt 3 ports, two of. And how many USB 3 ports on the base model? Because you get two additional on the middle one. So how many on the base model? No, that's it. You just get the two Thunderbolt uh, slash USB 4 ports, which I've got to say, on a desktop computer, here's a little bit light. When it comes to I.O., I would say just a little bit light. But, of course, you can embrace the dongle life. And uh, I imagine everybody who's bought the, the slimmest computer in the world to have a minimalist desk is going to want to have a dirty, great dongle hanging out the back of their, their new iMac. But there we go. Um, so having those extra two ports could actually be worth the, the $200 all on its own. Yeah. Uh, well, particularly when you think about the cost of a dongle and, as you say, the aesthetic, it would really bug me to have that mm. um, hanging out the back of it. It would. And if you're going for a Thunderbolt dock, I mean, you wouldn't even get one for $200 or £200. No. And a, 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 yeah, like you say, does, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It's not, it's not stacking up already. Not really. And the differences don't end there. They don't. Because on the middle model, you get some Ethernet. Mm. Whereas on the, the base model, you get, well, you get Wi-Fi, don't you? But... Um, yeah, and the Ethernet is really nicely done on these uh, iMacs because it's incorporated into the power supply, which is sort of remote from the, the is, iMac. That's that's pure classic Apple. Mm. Brilliant design, keeps it minimal, and it's gigabit as well. Yeah, so it's, well, you'd expect gigabit in, in the, this day. Yeah, age. I'm just saying. It's, but yeah, it's good, it's good. And yeah. it means that your power supply will probably sit under the desk where your Ethernet port is. So it's one less cable coming up onto your desk. Yeah, so uh, nice and clean. Again, it's all about the aesthetic. If you want to have Ethernet on the base model, you've got to embrace the dongle life and then have an Ethernet cable dangling off of the back of your dongle. Um, I feel we're saying dongle too much in this and, podcast. And the word dangle as well. Hanging never, out the back of. Never dangle your dongle for anyone else's <laughs> pleasure, Pete. <laughs> Moving so, swiftly on, um, let's talk about what else you get. Well, the keyboard is different. It's a magic keyboard on both. Yes, but you get Touch ID with the Ooh. with the, the middle model. So you're not slumming it with having to type in your password some of the time. Indeed. You just literally touch the button on the keyboard and you're in, uh, which I have to say is great. I've wanted Touch ID to come to the magic keyboard for a long time, so it's great that it has but not on the base model. Yeah. So you'd have to go out and buy that separately. And again, that's going to, I don't, I've got no idea how much that costs, but I suspect it's close to $200 or pounds. Should we just say dollar pounds from now on? Because it makes life easier, doesn't it? Pollers. Um, what other little um, treat did Apple give to the, for absolutely no reason whatsoever to the, <laughs> to the base model buyers? Well, you can get three additional colours. So you can go for a, a yellow, sort of canary yellow, a tangerine orange, or a purple. Which, to my mind, means that if you're going for that middle or top-end iMac, that basically precludes you having blue, green, red, or silver, because essentially what it will say to everyone is, I can't afford the nicer one. So if 
if, for example, you've got, I don't know, a blue iMac. Let's just say you've got a blue iMac and you're really proud of it. Has your friend got a blue iMac? <laughs> Chances are you've probably cheaped out and gone for the base model. We are jesting, of course. There's nothing wrong with any of those colours, and we do not support snobbery on the Constant Geekery. That's a, that's a whole other channel. But it's interesting that Apple should do that because there, there's yeah. – well, we'll, we'll come there, to that. There's a, a serious point there, which yeah. is, you know – well, we'll Let, come let's to come it. to that in a minute. So the, those are all of the obvious differences. I say obvious. if you, You've got to trawl through the specs, but – then those are the, those are the differences, but there is another significant difference between these iMacs, yes. and that's on the inside. Yes, and this is where my dad joke comes in. It is, yeah. So the base model has a heatsink over the CPU or the, the chip, sorry, and a single fan, yeah, to vent it. The next model up is the model that Apple then actually showed when, at the launch event. Uh, so you have the heatsink with two fans and they're connected together with a heat pipe. So the heat pipe transfers the heat, the fans are then able to dissipate it. So you get a much better cooling solution in the the next model up. Uh, yeah, and we know that cooling equals performance. It so does. What does that do for the performance? Uh, it depends on who's testing you believe, but I, I suspect it's probably about 10% additional or 10% less, sorry, peak CPU performance on the base model. Now, let's just be clear here, because the same thing applies to the MacBook Air. There's no fans at all in the MacBook Air. No. So the iMac should presumably perform better than the iMac Air, but we have managed to thermal throttle this MacBook Air. First time we used it, in actual fact. Yeah. And then I got lambasted for saying, oh, it's, it's, it's jumping and it's getting laggy. Mm. And... Lo and behold, then people actually tested them rather than going, oh, it's lovely, and found out exactly the same thing. Yeah. We're not salty at all about all of the people putting up reviews without actually testing the machines, yeah. just because you want to be first up with your review. Um, so I, I think for most people, this isn't an issue. For if, you know, If you're buying a home computer, you know the base model iMac is absolutely going to be a brilliant computer so it is you know we're not knocking anybody who buys the base model uh imac apart from your in fact our mutual pal yes I should say yes but i was trying to distance myself from the <laughs> repercussions of this um, but it, yeah uh, it, it it there's nothing wrong with it i'm just no. having some fun at, at the expense of a friend um i'd say most home users like i say they're not going to be gaming they're not going to be doing heavy gpu work so that doesn't matter and he probably has gone for the middle one he's just chosen blue which he's now regretting because of what i just said probably <laughs> i think a lot of home users won't won't necessarily use those additional ports they'll keep a dongle to hand if they need them will they be bothered about touch id possibly not will they want ethernet possibly not do they need that additional performance possibly not i mean to to get the the iMac to thermal throttle, you've really got to be pushing it hard. So yeah. we're talking about sustained loads here. But I suspect that there will be a, a large demographic of people who would go out and buy this iMac and use it for thing for creative stuff like photography, yeah. like video, like music production, you know, things that will push the machine hard. And if you're going to do that, then you're probably not going to want that that base model. T to be clear, you know, as you said, this has not got some fan, any fans in it. So the performance of this entry-level iMac will be better than the equivalent MacBook Air because there is cooling. 
I should say performance, sustained performance. Sustained performance. Thank mm -hmm. you. Yeah, that's really important. But as, as you say, Dave, if you're doing any kind of creative works, there will come a point where actually you find gigabit ethernet. It's a really useful thing to have. All those additional ports are a mm -hmm. really useful thing to have. One of the reasons I don't use this as my daily driver, particularly for video editing, is it's just got the two ports and it's just impractical. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I'm sure there, there's courses for horses, but this isn't really our point. Um, the base model is going to run hotter. I think we should just make that that clear. Even when it's um, you know at peak performance, the the other iMac is cooler. I suppose that's obvious, really. And if it's running hotter, that means the fan will be on more than it will be in the other model. So potentially noisier. Potentially, but then there's only one fan versus two. But you know, it's it's all a bit of a trade off. I mean, the thing that irritates me about all of this and the reason why i wanted to talk about it today is it's that 200 dollar pound step up gets you let's just run through that again you, you get the additional gpu core you're getting ethernet on the power supply you're getting two additional usb3 ports you're getting touch id on the keyboard you're getting access to the premium colors i guess you know and it just feels like, and, and that better cooling, it, ju it just feels like that's a, a huge jump for that amount of money compared to the jump from the middle model up to the top model yeah. and what you're getting for that. And Apple doesn't do anything by mistake. So they've deliberately hobbled the base model to offer it at a price point that they don't want to offer it at, really, mm. to encourage people to actually spend the extra money. So I'd say, really, the iMac starts at 4 Fifteen hundred dollars, what? Fourteen hundred and fifty pounds. I think you've got to look at them as actually being two different machines, really. Mm. But you know, others would argue, well, Apple is just just the masters of marketing, and actually, this is something they've always done, which is they have. There's other examples of this, and you know, a lot of companies do it. They use magic numbers, magic price points to. You know, that's why you when you go into you know some kind of boutique and. There's loads of, I don't know, let's say Prada stuff. Most most Prada stuff, the average person can't afford. But what they'll do is they'll have a belt or a wallet or something like that that's maybe £100 or $100. Hmm. And you think, oh, that's attainable. I can get that. And it says Prada on it. And it's marketing. It's just a way of getting people to buy something that is attainable that they hmm. wouldn't otherwise have. And Mark, Apple were great at it. Yeah, Um which is nothing to be proud of if you're Apple, I don't think. Uh, I think you gave your, your game away with the colours as well, by the way, Apple, because that to me just shows contempt for people who are buying the cheaper model. There's absolutely no reason whatsoever why Apple could not give you the full range of colour on that base model, other than the fact that they're penalising those who can't afford to pay the, the upgrade. It would be really interesting to see the analytics on sales of how many people buy the the middle models, but choose one of the base colors. Mm. Very interesting. I just want to quickly price one up uh, in a spec that I would actually be happy with. So I know that we're, we're possibly running a little, a little bit longer than we said we would, but I think it's important to do that. Kill surprise. I wouldn't have one with less than 512 storage in. Okay, so you're going to go for the, so the third go for the tier one. Yeah, okay. so we're going to start at $1,700. Okay, let me just select that one. Kind of makes you an idiot as well, but go on. Well, yeah, possibly. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let, 
just uh, again another recent friend did this i'm going to go for the one terabyte of storage just because so i'm going to put 16 gigs of ram in because it's an imac and you're spending over well getting on for two grand for it you should have 16 gigs of ram this is 2021 you know after all um i would personally have the magic mouse and the magic trackpad because i use both yeah can i just say something though why is the Magic Trackpad an extra £50 over the already exorbitant Magic Mouse? Be because Apple. <laughs> well, I know that. It was a rhetorical question. So if I price up a spec that I would be happy with, I'm at $2,028. Now, that to me is too much money for what is the small iMac. And maybe we'll have to wait and see whether Apple have got a, a bigger iMac coming. I suspect probably not at WWDC, but... There we go. Anyway, that's nicely segues us into WWDC. When's that then? That is Monday next week, so June the 7th. And I believe it starts at 10 a.m. PDT, and that would be about 6 p.m. here in the UK. Now, what we plan to do is to do a live stream for coverage of the event. Uh, a few of you, well, at least one of you said that you would be interested. I think there might have been two, or at least one was mild. One was, yeah, we'd like that. And then another one was like, mm, yeah, I might, might, might tune in. Okay. One so, and a half. Um, it will be just me and Pete and, and the one or two that join us. But nonetheless, we shall be doing the live stream. Um, we'll start about an hour before. We can't um, show the Apple stream in our stream. So we'll. Copyright issues. Exactly. And also, uh, I don't think I'll be able to pay attention to the event itself and run a live You would broadcast. think after 10 years of working with me who constantly interrupts you, you'd be used to multitasking like that. I think this this may be a stretch too far okay. to, to deliver the, the kind of quality content we'd like to. Obviously, we don't deliver the kind of quality content <laughs> we'd like to. <laughs> you beat me to that one. Um, so we'll switch off, basically. We'll watch the event, and then we'll, we'll go back onto a live stream afterwards to to sort of give our thoughts and answer some of your questions in if any of you are watching and and uh, in the comment section obviously and important to to say we're going to be doing this on the main channel not mm. the podcast channel so that's um youtube.com forward slash constant geekery um because there's more of you there there is and also we can do the uh comments and stuff yeah i'm not sure we can do that on the other channel yet so um that's where we'll be doing it. The The live stream afterwards, we'll take the audio from that and we'll upload that as the audio podcast. So if you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes or anything like that, then uh, you'll get that sort of after show bit and probably put it up on the Tuesday. Hmm. And that indeed is also going to be our schedule when it comes to, to podcasting. Um, Tuesday is a better day for us. So typically we'll be recording on a Tuesday morning and it will be up sometime on tuesday afternoon we, we usually aim for about 4 p.m uk time it doesn't always work out that way yeah. so um, for all of those of you that have said you enjoy you know on a on a monday evening doing your cooking or <laughs> listening to the constant geekery podcast uh, you need to adjust your meal planning now to make that a tuesday sorry sorry about that but uh needs must and work and all the rest of it and, and that really is it for for this episode we'd be very interested to hear your thoughts on this issue of um the apple mm. imac tax is what i'm going to call it are we being curmudgeonly are we mocking my friend unnecessarily or well you are mocking your friend unnecessarily p i think that's <laughs> it's always necessary but the point is do we have a point or or are we just being curmudgeonly 
Um, mm. Be very interested to to see your views on it. Mm. And perhaps you've bought an iMac, uh, in which case let's know how brilliant it is. I'm sure it is absolutely fantastic. I've I've had almost every iMac ever made, and I have to say they I've never been disappointed with an iMac. He's I haven't. Now. No. no. no well, apart from the one we bought for the reception out there, which is a pile of poo, but because um, <laughs> it's the bottom spec. But other, other than that, I've never been unhappy with an iMac. So you just reinforced the point. That I probably we were, did. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I guess that's it, really. And that's it. probably about about fifteen minutes. Excellent. Lovely. We achieved it. Well, thanks for for watching slash listening, everybody, and uh, we will see you hopefully next week for the live streams of WWTC. Cheerio. Cheerio.